So the question that we can ask ourselves, and that maybe part of us is always asking ourselves, is where do we find Hashem? There's a part of us that's looking, but where are we going to find Him, so to speak? And the answer that Ravolbi wants us to know is that when we search for God, we're not going to find Him out there. We're going to find Him within, within ourselves. We find the Rabbonu Shalom within ourselves. Oftentimes, people are seeking elsewhere, even like in a religious context, when someone davens, and they're davening intently, and they're focused, oftentimes, where do they look? They look up. But the Gemara actually talks about oscillating between up and down. Or maybe even another way of thinking about it, of looking in. Every person is a microcosm of the whole world. That means that every person has a miniature Yerushalayim within them somewhere, a miniature Hebron, a miniature Tiveria. We're a whole world. So the same way that the world has these geographic locations, each one of us has within us a Kodesh HaKadashim a holy of holies, where there's an Aron, and on top of the Aron is a Kaporis with Kruvim, and between the Kruvim is the presence of Hashem. So each one of us has the presence of Hashem within us. You don't have to look somewhere else. You just have to create enough quiet or have an experience where you can find Hashem within yourself. So he tells the story here on page Tess, the story that to his audience was probably very relevant and resonant, and certainly today has deep, deep resonance. He's telling the story of a soldier in the Israeli army. Remember, this was written in the period of the Six-Day War and the Yom Kippur War, and a, a period in Israel where there was a lot of introspection, which is certainly the case today. So he describes Milchama, you have a war, Chativa Kravis. You have a, a unit, a military unit. Hismodidus Tiye, Hismodidus Mara, Bemalaheyaches. There's going to be great challenges. So, what does a person hold on to when they go into battle? Lachayal Dati, for a religious person in the army, Yesh Emunaso, there is Emuna. But Iru Vameshek, in the city and in the farm, in regular civilian life in Israel, there are, di- there are divisions and walls between what they call dati and lo dati. How would you translate dati? Right, religious. Even though there's no such thing really, that's not, that's not a Jewish concept, dati and lo dati, but people use that term. He says, There are no delineations in the army. Soldiers fight together in one unit. There's no difference between whether from one part of the country or different, whether they're religious or non-religious. It is krav mishutaf. It's a, sh- a shared battle. Sakana mishutafes, mavis mishutaf. The soldiers today who are most nefesh in Israel, it doesn't. The uh, the malachim mavis, the tragedy doesn't distinguish between religious soldiers and non-religious soldiers. 
It's a shared experience between all the Israelis who are fighting. So he, he says, imagine you're in the middle of a, a war, in the middle of a battle, Basol Krav, and people are falling and there's heavy fire. So the soldier is, Hu yore'u mitkadem. So he's shooting and then he's making progress. The unit is moving forward. Avol emas hamavis ayuma. But there is a terrible fear of death. Lo Second paragraph, second line. Elokim yishmereni, God watch over me. Misparates mitok libo. The word lehitparates means to emerge. Lefrotz means to jump. Lehitparates means it jumps out from within the person. So this secular, not aware that that he's uh, a spiritual being, has this experience, and in the middle of this experience, he just has this feeling reaching out to God to protect him in the middle of this battle. And who he gets out of the battle and he's healthy and he's well, and he has this feeling. The feeling. Now, as we know, feelings come from a lot of places. Sometimes feelings are imaginations. Let's say you're hungry, that's also a feeling. So maybe that's giving you feelings. I don't know. You know, feelings come from all kinds of things. But he feels that there's something deeper here. And this feeling repeats itself. That there is a force, there is an entity that watched over him in this battle. There was a feeling that he had. So what happens? One time in the morning, he sees the religious guys in the unit, they go down in chakras. So what does he do? He joins them. And then he puts on tefillin, he becomes Shomer Shabbos. And after the war, he goes back to his farm, and he's a Shomer Mitzvos. So the people around him, the friends that he used to have before he went into this battle, before he became a Shomer Torah Mitzvos, they look at him, they say, eh, they shrug their shoulders. They're kind of mocking him. They feel, Nebuch, he must be, I don't know, God forbid, PTSD, something happened to him, he's lost his bearings, he's losing it. But who Yodea, he knows that the denial of God that he lived before, the rejection, for whatever reason that was, whether it was the way he was raised, or some brokenness, or whatever that was, that was tivuach al kiros That was on the outside, but there was something in his heart that was real. But utam regaim goraliim. In those fateful moments, hit porer hativuach and nitgala adam atzmo bochayelokim. In that moment, when everything else was stripped away, he was in touch with his real self, and that's where the rebbeinu was revealed. So thank God, in this room, you guys in high school, you're not faced, hopefully, with life and death situations. But are there moments in our life where we feel that Hashem is revealed within us? That all of the outside, all of the shells and the husks, which is a Kabbalistic term, things that are blocking our awareness, they're put aside for the moment and we feel that there is a God. Who ra'ah et ha'adam b'ma'aramav? He saw the Adam. So the chap here, what's interesting to me about this piece from Ravolbi is that where did the person see God? In themselves. They didn't have a vision some on a mountaintop somewhere. 
they were able to see God in their own life experience because in that moment, everything else didn't matter. What other people thought or what his own you know, imaginations were before, in that moment, when his life was in danger, all he had was himself. So are there moments that we have where we just have ourselves? And in those moments when we have ourselves, look at the last line here in the paragraph. Bo chai elokim vuhu bidei elokim. In that person, each one of us lives God, lives Hashem, lives this sense of transcendence. Vuhu, and then in that moment, we realize that we live within Hashem. There's an expression in Hebrew, it's called makom. What does the word makom mean? What does the word, what does the word makom mean? Place. What else can the word makom mean? And my, what's that? Hashem, exactly. But in, in modern Hebrew, makom can mean something else also. And my Rebbe, Rav Stav, who was just here, he spoke about this idea. I'll just recap it for you. What else could the word makom mean? Yes, a sanctuary, a space. Does that mean makom, meaning <clears throat> I need a place to sit down? Somebody says to you, I have an idea. You say, in Hebrew, you say, There's a place for this idea. What does that mean? The idea has a chair? What does that mean? Makom doesn't just mean physical space. Of course it does. It means possibility. Ability. Potential. There's the potential for this to exist. So we say that the Rebbe is Makom. Ha-Makom Yenachim Eschem. The Medrash has an expression. It's not that the world is the makom of Hashem. The Rabbonu Shalom is makomo shal olam. What does that mean? The Rabbonu Shalom is makomo shal olam. What does that mean? It means that the Rabbonu Shalom is what gives the place possibility to exist. Baruch Sha'amar Vahayahaolam. It's because of Hashem that we exist as a possibility. So we live in His makom. We live in the space that He gives us. So I think what Rav Bolbi is saying is, When we realize the presence of Hashem within us, in our life experience, within ourselves, we realize it's not just that, oh, God lives within us. That's the first level of realization. But then we realize, wait a second. If God lives within us, what that really means is that God is giving me all my life. He's creating everything. I'm living within God. The Rebbe Shalom, it's not just that I am a makom for Hashem. I create a makom for Hashem. That's true. I find Hashem in me. He's in my makom. But I'm also in his makom. That's the next step. So this soldier, how did he approach God? He approached God in the middle of this struggle where he called out to God because he realized that Hashem is the makom. Hashem gives everything possibility. So these are both sides of the same point. There's a concept in life called emotional intelligence. What is emotional intelligence? Do you guys know what that is? Have you heard of this idea? There's like IQ and then there's EQ. There's emotional intelligence. 
What is emotional intelligence? It's a very big yesod. You know this intuitively. You don't have to be a scholar to know that there are people in your class, some of them who are extremely bright on the IQ, and then there are some people who have great emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is a concept. It's, there's a Harvard professor who developed this barichas, but bikits or nimrats, emotional intelligence means you have high self-awareness. You know very clearly who you are, and you know what your surroundings are and how to appropriately navigate that. Sometimes they'll have somebody in class who will raise their hand at an inopportune time. And maybe it's because they don't have strong emotional intelligence to know that's not the right, the right time. Strong emotional intelligence knows who you are and what's your makom. So there's you and then there's the environment, where you are. Kiviachal, the makom of Hashem is both sides of emotional intelligence, spiritually. You know that the Rebbe is within you. And you also know you're within the Rebbe Shalom. And you know that from your experience. The more that we create and we take advantage of those moments to become aware of Hashem within us, then we can become more aware of Hashem around us, that we're within the makom that Hashem created for us. So it's a little bit of an abstract idea, but what Ravolbi wants us to know is that Hashem is found within us. We just have to take those opportunities to find Him, to see Him, to hear Him to feel him, to experience him. But the Rebbe Shalom, the Makom, HaMakom, you're going to find it within you. And then when you do that, you realize, wow, the Makom is everywhere. I'm really living within the possibility, the Makom that Hashem gives me. He's taking care of me all the time. Have a great day. We'll figure out next week. I'll be in touch.